Hey everyone, welcome to the Gaming Never Changes podcast. I'm your host, Brett, and I'm here with my good friend, Mike. Yo. Yo. And we're here talking about a game called League of Legends. This is a massively popular game. Uh, it's a PC-only game. It's been out for probably since 2009, I think it came out. So it's a MOBA. It's a multiplayer online battle arena game made by Riot Games. I believe it started off as like a game mode in War- Warcraft 3. And then uh, Dota came around and then League of Legends came around. In that order, uh, something like that. Yeah, Dota was definitely out first. Dota was out first and then they both came from one of the Warcraft games. I believe it was Warcraft 3. It was like a game mode that somebody had made. Anyway, it has become one of the biggest games of all time. It's a PC game. We're not going to talk about a lot of different PC games, but I would say between the both of us, this is easily our most played game, wouldn't you say? Yeah, if you were just saying, yeah, especially if we're just going by like hours or minutes played, easily. By far. Easily. Probably by like 10 times the next game, just because of, eh, maybe not. Like even games games that that I love a hundred times more, League just, just because of the formula of how you got to play it, you you're going to be pumping it. If anyone's played League consistently, you've pumped in literal months of your life into this game. Like yeah. hours That's months. just how the game works. And Thousands the game, of hours. The games last forever, so, yeah. So, we're going to be talking about a different few different topics here. You know, our usual visuals, gameplay, narrative. I think it's going to be a little bit harder to nail down with this type of game compared to some of the other ones that we would be talking about, like Uncharted, Mario... A little bit trickier, yeah, for sure, because of the gameplay style. Yeah, so I guess we'll just go right into the visuals. You want to start us off? Yeah, for me, visuals, and it's because it's a PC game, it's tricky. Everyone's PC can run differently, but if I'm comparing this even to its main, I guess, like, counterpart, which is Dota, I think League has really stuck to a certain type of art style, very cartoony kind of art style, which is fine, because I think it works. I, I loved it well enough when I was playing, like, really hardcore but I would say for the visuals for me, because it's never going to be like uber realistic, they have cleaned it up over the years. I think that's the main thing. Over the years, I played since season two, which had to be around 2011, I'm going to guess, 2010, 2011. That's when I started playing because I have a fancy ward that proves it. Uh, You're proud of that? I, I, that's the ward I still use. I, play, I played a week ago just to catch myself up and refresh myself. That's the ward I use out of pride. I've, <laughs> I've been putting in time, kids. People are impressed, I'm sure. But the the graphic style, they just cleaned everything up. Because I remember the first couple seasons, if for anyone who played back then, it was a very chunkier kind of graphic style. Yeah, it looked think, terrible. Think like the old Warcraft 2 and 3 games. Like, where's... It, it works. You you know what everything is, but it's kind of a chunk of yourself. They've really smoothed everything out. That's the best way I can say it. it. just looks, literally everything looks smoother, not as chunky. You can pump up the graphics resolution depending on what you're running on your PC, make everything a little bit more detailed, but it's never going to be like a hyper-realistic game. It's never going to have super fine particle effects or brushing into trees or walking on dirt. I mean, they have added shadows and things like that, but it's for me, it's a 3.5 out of 5. I guess that's what I'm saying. It's... It's not great. It's definitely not bad because they've definitely been working on improving this year after year, especially when they do the big, massive patches and updates. But it's still just three and a half out of me. I don't think that's the strength of this game, is graphics. Yeah, I, I'm i going to give it a four out of five. I, I kind of wanted to knock it a little bit just because of some of the things you were saying. It, it's not super ambitious in its graphic style, but there is an art style that it's going for, and it definitely looks better than its counterpart, Dota, which looks 
terrible, in my opinion. You like Dota? I I don't. I think I think Dota champions look better. Like when you pump it up all the way, I think Dota champions just they have more like things going, like fabric kind of moving. Things look that like more. Things look a little bit more realistic. Like, there's more tension. Maybe, maybe so, but I do, I do overall, think... I really, really like the way that League of Legends looks, and I think it. I will say that League of Legends, like the overall art, is more appealing, though. I think Dota just has like this gritty kind of look to it. I think the characters look better, but I don't think like the overall look and the maps. The environment looks a lot yeah. worse. The abilities don't look as good, in my opinion. But I haven't played Dota to the extent that I played. Yeah. League of Legends, so... And we're not here to compare the two, no, necessarily. No. But I'm going to give it a 4 out of 5. I really like how they started off super rough in 2009, and they're constantly updating the map, they're constantly updating characters, they're giving them visual upgrades. Yeah. I think for the style that they're going for, they pull it off pretty well. It's Of course, you can't compare it to something like Uncharted or, you know, some of the PC... The really strong PC like games. Crisis or something. That's yeah, like... yeah. Crisis is always the standard for graphics, right? Yeah. But for what they're trying to go for, I think they succeed. So I'm going to give it a 4 out of 5. You want to talk about the gameplay a little bit? This yeah. is probably where we're going to talk you about the You start off, because <laughs> I, I think mine's an easy one, but you can start off. I'm giving the gameplay a 5 out of 5. It's a very, very satisfying game to play, I will say. There are so many characters. There's probably, what, close to 150 characters now. They all have several abilities, you know, three abilities and ult, I think, and then various little interactions apart from that but the gameplay is really what drives this game and just the fact that there's a different character to learn all these different abilities what's the average time they, between characters and new character being dropped probably a few months, Three, four or, months. yeah i don't know what they're doing now i've haven't played in a couple of years but there was a time where they were dropping new characters every few months i think that's so it is because i jumped on there's there's a huge list of characters, and I just looked online just before we started. There's another character that's already been announced, so I think that's what they still do. Is their plan is always to drop a new character that has three abilities, maybe more, depending on the style of character, because every character plays a little different. Yeah, and then you got to memorize all those characters. I think that's the crazy thing about the gameplay is if you play even like barely consistently, just like everyone's while, you're gonna naturally just learn what all 150 characters do because you got to play them all play against them at least maybe you won't personally play as them depending on your money situation but you're gonna have to play against them all it's pretty incredible when you think about like how much knowledge you have it's just like casual league of legends player about you know what all these characters are you know what they all do you know what their abilities are you think about matchups pregame, like, that's a... T- I'm not... I can't play this character into that character. Right, you know who's good against who, you know, who, what's good into a team composition, you know? There's so much that goes into a game of League of Legends. So many little intricacies that are involved in League of Legends that you can literally get bored of playing the game and just switch up your character or switch up your role and to play a different lane or a different role of the game, and, and it feels like a new experience. And yeah, that's really, sure. really what pulls you back into the game every time it's impossible to quit that game just about league of legends is an addicting game but it also induces a lot of rage but i feel like it's rage where i don't quit the game instead i jump right back into another match and i just keep going um i think the gameplay yeah it's great you you know all these characters you'll probably settle into one of the five uh five roles jungler top mid support 80 character yeah five yeah. main roles you'll settle into one of those maybe you'll you'll think you're a master of all and you'll play phil it's up to you but i think you play one of those roles and you're gonna naturally try to think about 
how does this character work? How does my character work in relation to the mid lane or the bot lane? Or do am I a jungler where I've got to kind of support or be aggressive? And there's a lot of different ways to play each of those roles. You don't have to be, if I'm playing a mid lane role, I don't have to be a constantly aggressive person. I might play more a supportive role where I'm just trying to uh, go for par in my lane and try to look out for my side lanes. I mean, overall, the goal for everyone, if you haven't played, is there's three lanes on the main lap and a jungle that connects them. Your goal is really to just get to the end of the map by knocking down towers and defeating your enemy's base. And there's a lot of ways to go about that. There's a lot of strategy. There's a reason this is one of the big players in competitive video games right now with, I believe it's millions of dollars given out a year. Easily. Easily. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's arguably the biggest yeah. esports game of all time. And it's not just a North America game. This is, there are, I think I, the last time I looked up, there's 11 or 12 regions that hold a lot of teams competitive and then eventually you go to Worlds and then you play for those big money prizes so there's a lot of people investing in this. I think this is one of the games that really started where colleges give grants to kids who want to be play video games like on a competitive esports team for college. Like I think there's no way anyone could say like the gameplay loop isn't great. It's just as high up there. You got to have some really good, I would say natural talent, but then you've also got to like learn how to micromanage and know a lot of things to be able to be successful. And I think the gameplay actually helps you doing that. Like I said, we're not we're not pros by any stretch, but over the years we played it, you naturally understand a lot of the tactics that are going on, a lot of the matchups, and you understand a hundred plus characters of what they do. And a lot of times, you have less than a split second to make decisions in this game, and you've got to do it kind of quickly. But the gameplay was, I mean, it's a five out of five. There's no way I think it'd be hard for someone to say it's a it doesn't have good gameplay. It's a five out of five for me, pretty easily. And if you if you look at why the game is so popular, especially in the esports realm, it's because the game is so fun to watch. It's easy to follow if you know what's going on. It's a very esports friendly viewer experience. And you compare that to other games where, you know, like shooters, where there's a lot of different locations going on. And you don't know exactly where the action's going to end up. But with East, with League of Legends, it's just, that's probably part of why it's so popular. Well, yeah, that top-down view where you either can get a pretty kind of bird's-eye view of team fights happening, or if someone you, if the the commentator and the people that are like directing the cameras see a fight about to take on, like someone's gonna get uh, ganked or jumped on, it's pretty easy to just pan there and you understand like, oof, that guy just got wrecked. But yeah, let's jump to narrative. <laughs> oh, you gotta start this. I'll one off. start it off. I haven't so, even written my score for this one. The narrative for me, I originally was thinking a zero or a one because they. They give you a bunch of these characters, and they always added like some kind of backstory history. The problem with League of Legends that I think they're trying to that Riot Games, who makes League of Legends and all its affiliate games, um, like Wild Rift, Team Tactics, and now they're starting to spread out to console games, is they they took so long to get like the story up and running. They had like some tech story, and it originally used to be that like. There were summoners that summoned these champions to the battlefield. Mm -hmm. And then they completely ditched that story. Because now they're trying to make it like a real world where all these characters live in and they kind of just interact with each other. Which is kind of what they should have done at the beginning. It's more interesting that, that way, it makes It's more interesting that way. Been, but then what is like the summoner's rift, the map? What is that? Is that just where they go to fight and then they go back home? Like, I think they've started to fix it by now. They've got the arcane anime, which is great. If anyone hasn't seen it... 
it's good because I don't even think you have to be a League of Legends fan to just say, oh, it's cool. Like, if you like anime or an- animated shows that lean more towards like a grittier, kind of more adult side of things, it's a good show. If you like good television, it's a good show. It's good. That's, Check that's it really out. really all you need to know. They're starting to branch out in video games. Like, I'm actually interested in playing the console RPG. I think it's called The Ruined King based on the newest character. But they're trying to give you more of these story based where they're actually going to give you some backstory for each character. You're actually going to play as them, interact. This is what League of Legends should have been doing. I know you can't do it right away, but at least three or four years into when it started starting to rake in money pretty regularly from consumers and being acknowledged on the competitive scene, it just took so long. And I think now they're trying to do better because they have a couple music videos where it kind of gives you a three, four minute video about a character. It kind of gives you some kind of story about them. They've got the anime. They've got these video games. And so for me, it goes from a zero to a one. Right now I have a two. Because it is taking a while. And a lot of these things I'm talking about, they're all kind of disconnected. There's no real central thing. I feel like it's still a little disjointed. Because there's nothing in the actual League of Legends game when you go in to play it that gives you any of this story. This is stuff you have to kind of go out on your own to find if you're really a fan of the characters or the lore. So the narrative is really disjointed. There's nothing in game that really happens. I think there's a couple comments characters can make if you make them say their voice lines in the game. But that's it. So for me, it's a two out of five with with promise to go up. I will say that there is promise for it to to rise as these now that they're starting to get the ball rolling on some of these projects they've been trying to do for years. But that's that's where I stand. Two out of five. Yeah, I agree with a lot of your points there. I'm going to give it a two and a half out of five. And we talked about this a long time ago when we were playing the game. I kept saying this game has so much potential to have a great story, to have so many great spinoffs, to have an anime, to have different games that you can play and I felt like League of Legends the lore and everything that they were providing us was massively wasted Mm. because they've always provided us with some sort of lore and story that you could read in the client Um, but I never I personally didn't follow it I didn't find it that interesting and I think finally now now that they're making League of Legends its own brand with all these different games and with the arcane Netflix show I think they're finally moving in the right direction. Uh, they used to have these little... Well, they probably still do, but I haven't followed it as much. But they would drop every like six months or so like an animated video of characters fighting each other. And those were always great. And I always wish they would have just made a show about that. And they never did. And that really bothered me. But I think now that they're kind of progressing, making the story more important, branching out to other mediums... I'm going to give it a better score than I initially would back then. So I'm going to give it a 2.5. And I'm glad that they're actually taking the story into a better direction. But it is true. They've retconned these stories so many times that it's almost it's almost not even important what you know while you're playing the game. I mean, no. it really is not important at all no. what yeah. the story is while you're playing the game. So this, I, th- I think, was the hardest score to give just because it's really hard to quantify the story itself. If you're talking about during the gameplay experience, then... Yeah, you have to give it a low score. But if you want to look at League of Legends as a brand, I think you give it a high score. So I'm going to put it somewhere in the middle, 2.5. Yeah. They're definitely getting better. They're 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 starting to get it to get rolling. For sure, for sure. Like, yeah, I think you're right about some of those, like when they do those uh, short little animated clips. The problem is all those animated clips were tied to like a certain skin line for costume. Like the project skins, which I thought some of those like animated shorts are really good. Or even that... uh. I don't know what's what's the name of them. The one where it's like it's Yasso and Jinx in space, like like a Star Trek a galaxy, style. maybe. Like I thought those that looked cool. Like if you could just see where those characters were going, but 
I think that's a problem when you try to make an animated short for every skin line. Like, you create all these different, like, like a Marvel what-if scenario for each one. You're like, I, I'd want to follow them, but are you really going to dedicate... Are they going to really ever dedicate time to that? Yeah, they're they putting so much, so much of this stuff into something that's not even canon. Yeah. And you're like, well, this doesn't even count a story, then, in my opinion. But, anyway, you want to talk about the music? Yes. I, I give the music a 5 out of 5. And this kind of goes against what I'm saying for the story. Because I don't think the music in-game... I don't think there's really any music in-game. There's some tones and effects when you do stuff, but there's is there any in-game music besides the menu screen? There's, like, the menu screen, and then, you know, when you're in queue and when you're waiting to get into the game, and I think there's a little bit of background music there, while you're in-game. I, I mean, so much of it is just in the background, and you're not even focusing on it. Yeah. And, like, the hundreds and hundreds of hours that we've played, and we can't even, like, come yeah. up with the songs. I give it a 5 out of 5, because I think League of Legends, one of the things they have done right over the years is they've created an opportunity for a lot of different styles of music sometimes they give other artists using it almost as a jump off platform to make music for various characters especially when worlds comes around they always make like a very catchy kind of song to go with it every year i actually look for the arcane show and then plus for each character i i knew this but i never thought each character has their own like song that's been made from like a kind of a a music that's gone along with them if you look on like soundtracks like each, almost every character has really one. yeah you just but you never hear that so it's, it's again it's one of those things like League, I feel like, sometimes is disjointed. But the music, I feel that they pumped out. And the variety of music that they've been able to pump out for music videos, for worlds, for each character. Then they have the, I'd call them video game music groups like KDA, Pentakill. And then there was a new one that had Echo as like one of the lead singers. But they've created all this music. And, and for... I. I mean, I'm not ashamed. Some of it is catchy. Some of those KDA tunes are catchy. You can... You can at me, you can argue that you don't listen to it, but I know you do. Email us at GamingNeverChanges.com. Oh, GamingNeverChanges at Gmail.com. Let us know what kind of argument you want to make against this man's taste in music. Let us know which KDA song slash Pentakill <laughs> slash music video song that you be listening to, or those world songs. When I'm doing like any kind of sports right now, one of the pump-up songs that I do is those world songs, especially the one where it was attached to the music video where the, the, the kid beats Faker at the end. Um, like he's climbing the mountain and the oh, yeah, baker's yeah, like yeah. the last boss, essentially. Yeah. That song, I mean, I, I love that song. So I give the music a 5 out of 5. I really think, just for the variety, I mean, the only reason I would maybe bump it back is you don't hear this stuff in the main game ever. It's another one, you've got to go out and kind of look for it. They, they, I don't know. That's I think that's my one weakness. So actually, you know what? I am going to give it a four just for that. Because it's another one where it's all connected technically, but you don't see or hear this in the main game unless it's like a separate link to a video they want you to check out. Really, the man it. talked himself down. Yeah. You heard it right here. Um, yeah, this is very similar to the narrative for me in that in-game you don't get much. I mean, if we're talking about just in-game music, it, it's negligible at best. But when you're talking about the brand of League of Legends and how much they've branched out and the competitive tournaments and stuff like that that, that they've made songs for and just the, the little side videos that they've made, I mean, those are all great. I mean, I, don't, I personally don't listen to them at the gym, but, you know, I know some people here in this room that do. It's yeah. good stuff. I mean, I mean, I can't knock it for that. But at the same time, if you're just going to play the game and you're not going to watch any side videos, you're not going to watch competitive League of Legends... Then it's not gonna. You're not gonna get a very good musical experience. So I'm gonna give it a three out of five. It's another happy medium for me. It's just another one of those things where it's really hard to quantify 
what the score should be because if you're just playing the game you're not getting a good musical experience I'm giving it a four and a half I'm going up a little bit because I think the music is great it just I just wish it was more in the main game the man cannot make up his mind replay uh, I mean, we've five already, out of five <laughs> we've already talked about replayability for the most part in gameplay and we both are going to give it a 5 out Any of 5. Any game I've put literal thousands of hours into, if I say it's not a 5 out of 5 replay, nothing You'd be lying be. to yourself. That's... I mean, that would just... And that's what really sucks, because we had talked about the Uncharted franchise before, and how I didn't like the... You know, there wasn't a lot of replay, replayability in the games, and it almost feels disingenuous to just affect the score this much for a game that I don't like quite as much. It has to be a 5 out of 5, right? The gameplay loop is so addict. This game is addicting. This, this is why we're this always is, coming back to it. You cannot quit this game. It's addicting, and I just feel it's going to be funny when I say my nostalgia score, though. Yeah. I, I, now, my nostalgia score is not going to reflect the same as so replayability. I, 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 let me just gather. It's a five, replay 5 out of 5. Anyone who's even put any amount of time, because if, if you really play this game, you aren't dedicating a week. If if you only dedicated a week to it, you you didn't really play League of Legends. You didn't you, get into it. Yeah, you didn't like it. At but first. people who into it, I know people who've been playing it for a, a day near decade. I, like it, there's something about this game that it's easy to kind of just get back into, especially if you played it for a while. It's easy to get back into, and it's it's sadly easy to like say I'm gonna play one game, and then like four or five matches later, you you've dedicated like. A third of your day to this game. This game is addiction. Oh yeah, addiction and card. One hundred, one hundred percent. Like this is like trying to quit smoking, and I'm not even exaggerating. Quitting this game is like trying to quit a habit that you've that you've had for years, a bad habit. Because a match in this game isn't something you can be like, "Hey, we're doing pretty bad. Let's let's start a new game." You can't get out after like five minutes. I mean, they made it easier with the the early uh, surrender now. Yeah. But it's only under like specific conditions that act. Under twenty minutes, it has to be unanimous. Yeah. So you're looking at pretty much a twenty minute game. And and I'm gonna be honest, I'm always that guy unless we are getting like ridiculously wrecked where I don't see any hope for survival. I'm never surrendering. I'm like, we play until the end, boys. Never surrender. <laughs> we never give up. So you're dedicating, yeah, twenty. Sometimes I'm trying to think of my longest game. My longest game had to be an hour over. I played an hour long game. Yeah, and it's just you. And then as soon as that game's over, queue up for another one. How bad do you feel after losing an hour long game? Like, uh, how bad does that loss feel? I mean, you'd be lying if your patience uh, is not tested with this game. This. And that kind of leads us into this nostalgia factor of the game, too. And I think this is where we're going to have a lot strong your, opinions your personal about personal feelings and hindsight. I hate this game. I hate League of Legends, dude. I hate. League of Legends. Oh, but you won't touch it again because you know what will happen. Yes, and I've been clean. I've been clean for two years, and you've probably been clean for about the same amount of time. I cracked. Right? Well, I cracked a couple weeks ago because I knew we were gonna talk about it. Yeah, so you, he played a couple matches just to kind of refresh himself. I okay. would not touch it. I know enough about this game already to talk about it. I didn't need any refresher, and I did not need to relapse. I okay. We talked about how long these games are and how bad a loss feels. A loss feels ten times worse than a win feels good. The balance of good and evil in this game is not equal. It's not even close. I wish I could go back and never have played this game. League of Legends can make you become a bad version of yourself. Absolutely. Like, if you type in League of Legends and just like into Reddit or whatever your blog post or whatever you want to look up to if that's a thing nowadays, rage is one of the things you'll see. 
this game makes people say the worst things to each other. It makes people turn on each other so quick at the drop of a hat. Would it be fair to say, and I, I say yes, has League affected you outside of the game in a negative way? Like, has it ruined your mood? Oh, I, yeah, I'd say it ruined, ruined my mood for sure, but I don't think, like, if I walk away from the con- from the, the computer and I just get away, like, I don't think it makes me be that person that I've been in that game. Because I'll admit, even I have fallen prey to just being a very nasty individual who if I didn't get my way in the game, I would troll. I would do something just to make everyone else, like, I'm dragging you down with me. I'm going to make you feel as bad as I... that. And you get it. There are some games where people... See, this is the rage in me now about this game. That some people would log in on purpose because, like, maybe they had a, a bad game in their last game. So nothing to do with your current game. And they're just going to walk straight into the enemy and let the enemy, like, keep on killing them for points, for gold, for kills. And they just... And the problem is, because of the addiction factor, you jump right back into another game with, like, those bad feelings, like, in your head, in your heart, whatever, and you are not going to be able to play at your best. You're just looking to lash out. It's the nostalgia for me. And I'm sorry, I'm taking over this segment. You're good. I I, I, I love-hate this game. I love this game because, yeah, I got into it. I do. I love playing a variety of characters in this game. But the, the feeling, like he's saying, from winning does not does not trump the feeling of losing in this game. Cross chat in this game is one of the worst things ever. It's, this is, one of, the most to- this is oh. one of the most toxic games of all time. The way people talk to each other, the way that people t- the, the way that people talk about their enemies, talk to their enemies. People genuinely grow to hate people that they've never met just oh, because yeah. of a bad play. It is. Ooh. I will say I did a pretty good job of keeping my cool in the chat yeah. because I didn't want to get banned. Because I wanted to keep playing the game, but I have literally like yelled at people at the monitor, and yeah. it's just because of the way the game makes you feel when you lose, when you're losing, when they're intentionally feeding, when people are just not playing the way you expect them to. I am giving this nostalgia a one out of five. Oh, one out of five. All right. Well, I wish it could go lower. I, I hate this game. I gave it a uh, what did I give it? A, I gave it a three and a half because I. I will say it's again. It, it, part of me is because I've played it so much. I can't say I didn't enjoy my time. There are plenty of moments where I enjoy my time, but I know this game. It, it, I think it's widely known as one of the most toxic games out there. A bunch of raging, a bunch of trolling. I think League. And I'm gonna try to end this on a high note because I know I've said my piece on how how rough it can be, but I think League has started to implement some things where it's. It makes it a little bit easier not to get in these situations. Like, I do like the idea that was towards the end of when I really was playing that they started implementing where you could queue in groups of three for ranked. I, unlike, I don't know, a lot of people play League a lot of different ways. I would only play ranked. I didn't see a point in playing the other modes. But I like the idea of queuing with people you know because you're less likely to flip out and get mad at someone. You're most likely to laugh, hopefully laugh it off if one of your friends are making the making the mistakes or they're, you're making a mistake, they're not going to blast you. I do like that, and I and I would recommend just mute everyone. I, I would say that, and, and I know that's hard because sometimes you want to communicate with teammates, but until you get to a level where once you get to those higher levels, sure, open up the chat, but in those beginning levels, I don't think chat is worth it. There's some good moments, but there's going to be too much toxic, rough moments that it ain't worth. But. That That's really good advice. If you're going to, if you have to play this game, if you genuinely cannot quit, mute everyone 
This game has a very good ping system to communicate yeah. what you're going to do, you go. where you're going to go. That's all you need, yeah. especially until you get to about gold or so. Or if you're queuing with people you know, then keep up the chat lines open. But if you I make, would say just, just yeah. get into like Discord or something with your friend and talk to them that way. But mute everybody else. Yeah. You do not want to hear people talk to you. You don't want to make a small error and be called some of the most foul things somebody can think of. People say some some real foul things. Some when rank they stuff. <laughs> some when they don't when they don't think there's any repercussions. I, I just. And this game will do that to you. Uh, so did you get your final score? I mean, my final score is still a three. It's a three point nine. I part of me thinks that should be a little higher just because I I understand league in the overall scheme of gaming. It it plays a major role. Nowadays, it generates a lot of money. It still has a ton of competitive eyes. It's it's one of the main pushers for the esports community as a whole. For sure. Um, but he, for me, just like that that toxicity and some of the faults when it comes to music and narrative being so disjointed from this game, it it, it makes it a little bit lower. So three point nine, you can call it a four if you want. I mean, I think that's kind of where I'll sit. Maybe a little bit higher in my inside, but. 3.9 is where I where my score tallied up to. Yeah, like you mentioned, League of Legends is one of the most important games of recent history. Just for just because of how they've pushed the esports genre. And it's I, not just North America based. I mean, that's the crazy thing. This is a world all-around game that people This be... this game is like NFL in Korea. How they take it so seriously. Oh. I mean, you know, you mentioned Faker earlier. Faker He's a celebrity. Faker is like Michael Jordan in Korea. If you earn South the Korea. nickname the Unkillable Demon King, and people say that without smirking, you've done something right in your in wherever you live in the world. You've done something right. Like if someone called me that on the street, I'd be laughing like crazy. But if someone mentions Faker and his nickname, no one, no one smirks. That is like ooh. That yeah. I, that's royalty up there. I wouldn't call anybody that without laughing my butt off, but. If you it, saw I mean, Faker in person, you, if you, I saw Faker in person, I'm still not calling him that. I'd be, I would be a little bit starstruck. Like, wow, this is the greatest League of Legends player of all time, and I played this game for months. You know, like months of game time, not like a period of months. Like, literally, if you added up all the hours, this I'm gonna give it a 3.42, an exact score of 3.42, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this: don't play this game. <laughs> if you have not played this game. Do not play this game. Do not be fooled about how glowing reviews we gave to the gameplay and to the music or replayability. It is a fun game to play, but therein lies the issue. That's the hook. That's the bait. You're going to bite when you play, and you're never going to be able to let go. I've been clean for two years. You've been clean too, Mike, for I've two years. I've been pretty clean except for just the review plays for this, and I, I'm not going back. Like At least two of the games where someone was trolling, where they, they died early in the game, so they just started running it in up mid. People are griefing in chat. Even a game where I was winning. It was a lot of cross-chat like bragging to the other team. Like, let's just win and end the game. Let's not prolong this to kind of make them suffer. Like It's still a lot of that, and it's just... <sighs> Do not play this game. Do not download it. It is free to play. Do not download it free to play. <laughs> if I'm you telling have you, to play it does game. come with a cost. <laughs> there is a cost. It's going to be your time, and it's going to be part of your soul that you're never going to be able to get back. Do not play yeah. League of Legends. I don't care if it's free. <laughs> Just watch the show on Netflix. That's a very good I, show. That's satisfying enough. Don't play League of Legends. There's I, a lot of better games to play. I will say, if you, 
if you don't have a lot of options, whatever your situation is, let's say you just got a PC at home, if you have to play, just do that, do what I said, mute people, or try to get people that you know to play with you. If you just don't like have other options for gaming, like this is something you can play pretty regularly because it's a free-to-play game, I get it. Make sure you're playing with people you know. Go in there knowing you gotta have thick skin. You gotta have thick skin to play this game. I will agree with him at the sense that I look back at my time playing this game. I, while I do value some of it, and I think it's a important part of gaming overall, and I think it's part of my pour, pour into my gaming history, I look back, there is so much time I could have spent playing other games that would have been worthwhile and had a, an ending and would have had like a completion kind of point. This game will never have a completion point. You're never gonna, even if you get to the top rank in the game, that's not the end. You're you're playing to maintain, you're playing to keep your rank, you're playing so you prove like your dominance of whatever role you're doing in. You're never finishing this game. And I will say that, like if you're looking for a game that's only, you wanna play for a period of time before you move on to the next game, this isn't that style of game. This is a, you're invested for years. This yeah. game will remind you about how much time you wasted. Exactly. In hindsight, yeah. I just look at, like, there are so many games I look at my shelf that I never completed, that I bought, that League took those hours, took those years away. But, I mean, that's it. I, I, I do see its value. I see, in hindsight, ways I personally could have had a more enjoyable time for the parts where I did not. But I would say, less like Brett said, stay away. If you're, if you're on the fence, just stay away. If you really have to, get friends to play with you. That's that's what I would say. All right, everyone, that's League of Legends. We hope you enjoyed our review. <laughs> our, our, I hope you enjoyed our level-headed review of League of Legends. So now we're going to go to our question of the day, and we want to talk about achievements. How do we feel about achievements? Do they enrich your experience of video game playing? Are they important in any way? Do you like them? What is your subjective take on achievements, Mike? In game achievements, man. I, I, I am not a fan of them. And maybe it's my idea of what a gamer should be. But I think achievements make people kind of go away from how they want to play games purely to get this, this virtual trophy that isn't going to add anything to your game. If you were going to search for all 100 million coins in a game, you go do that anyway. You don't need to do it for a trophy. Because like, that means like playing games that you would never want to play, like 99-cent, 50-cent games that are, frankly, kind of kind of garbage. I mean, no disrespect to people, but they're not great games, and people will just beat them just to get a trophy. They're not beating them because they want to play that game. They're not beating them because they, they like to support indie developers. They're beating them to simply get a trophy, and I don't think that should be the goal of gaming. I think gaming is all about... Finding, finding experience that you like to enjoy, whether it's shooters, action platformers, RPGs, and you go and you you lose yourself, immerse yourself in that setting, that world, and you have a great time playing it, however you want to play. I think achievements force gamers to do something unnatural. I agree. It does. It definitely alters the way that you play a game because you're like, oh, you know, I need to do, I need to jump on this thing 500 times, whatever it is. You know, it's very, very arbitrary. These little achievements, and they don't. For me, it doesn't really enrich the experience. For some people, you know, they just enjoy the chase of doing a bunch of different things. But I, I don't like it. I'm a big Nintendo guy, and for the most part, Nintendo doesn't have achievements. And when I'm playing those games, I don't feel like I'm missing, you know, getting trophies like I do when I'm playing uh, PlayStation games, you know. One thing that we could talk about is maybe, like, would you like to get something special once you beat a game? You know, like, maybe one little banner on your 
profile that says, hey, I beat this game. Maybe. Compared to, like, little tasks along the way. Like, oh, I beat Chapter 1. Here's a trophy. I, beat Chapter 2. Here's okay another one. I'd be okay with that, more like, just, like, these are the games I've completed. I, I don't know. And maybe it's because I try... I've always tried to play games that I don't need to be online dependent. And I feel like... Because it's like on PlayStation right now, you can see someone's gaming history. I don't really care about your gaming history. Like, I don't really care if you know about my gaming history. Like, that's kind of like my journey of games that I've played. Whether, and like I've mentioned before, I play a ton of JRPGs. That's the style of game that I really love. That's the style of game that I, I feel like I'm maxing out my dollars, my time, my money. And I, that's my own personal journey through my video game, through video games in general. And it's, I mean, it'd be cool if people if they had to have some kind of like you beat this game you beat that game but like i don't know i feel that's just my own thought video games should be something personal to you yeah because there is like a social aspect to it right especially on playstation where you have your friends list you can see literally when you pull up their name it shows you like their level and it shows you what they're playing right now if they yeah, if they it shows you what they're the playing it shows you what you know like their level of trophies are like you know oh this guy's gotten 500 trophies or whatever I don't mind necessarily if somebody sees what game I'm playing, because I think you can turn that off. But for the most part, I don't think the social aspect of PlayStation Network and over, you know, if we're talking about just PlayStation, I don't think it's it's huge. Like, I have, I don't know, maybe 100 friends on my friends list, and only one person has ever gone through and, like, liked games that I've played, you know. Mm. So I don't think it's particularly popular as far as, like, oh, this person can see what you're playing. They will like you know love it or like it whatever their little thing is but like you said gaming is like a personal thing because you're the one doing it you're the one completing it so what are the trophies really for are they for me or for the for I mean, me to not, show off to i think that's just like am i gonna print it and put it on my wall one day like these are all the trophies i got over like 20 years like for me my trophies are like i'm looking right here like you have your bookshelf of games and like these are the games i, I dedicated time to maybe there's some games that you just collected but the this is like your personal your kind of tapestry through that period of time in your life what you played what you invested in i mean achievements are cool but i think it's kind of fluff i don't i and i think it creates it creates an achievement hunting gamer which i don't agree with in terms of like why you should be playing video games if that's all you're doing it for is just to say like ha i got this trophy like all right and Gold if star. The, if there's something that's really difficult in a game that you should deserve an achievement for, I'm not necessarily against that in a way. But so many of the achievements in games are literally just for, like, completing chapter one. Oh, you beat the tutorial. Here's a trophy. You know, like, why do we need a trophy for every little... Yeah. Some games have, you know, like, close to 100 trophies in there. Like, is there... Am I really achieving a lot of, a lot of things while I'm doing this? Like, yeah. So I got the Platinum Trophy in the Ratchet & Clank game for PS4. That was my only, the only one I have. And some of the achievements in that game are so arbitrary. There's one where you, it's it's literally walk on all the escalators. Anybody can do that. Does they that deserve a trophy? Yeah, yeah, you don't know it because it's like a hidden trophy. I just come from a time where like if I wanted it, like for, for my type of, type of games, it's usually like you have to find like secret hidden bosses. And I, and I would do that before achievements like on PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2... Uh, GameCube, and I would just I'd go on like your game facts. I'd look about it, and I would just do it because I just want to see more of my game. I didn't do it so like people know. Like I might tell like my friends at school, like, "Hey, did you ever find this boss? It took me like four hours to beat him." Mm -hmm. But that's something you share with other people. Like that's something you did because you wanted to get the most out of your game, not because oh, I checked off another box on my achievement list. 
I don't know. Yeah. I think that's just where I stand. It, I think it it's feels, a it, it makes for like a very artificial experience, right? Yeah. So I think we're both uh, kind of against achievements. Yeah. I, I think the way they are now, I'm against. I, I, I would want something kind of like you. Maybe it's just the games you completed. I don't need to know every single thing you did in a game. You, you played the game, you beat the game, great. Everything that happened in the game, that's your own thing. All right, so we don't like achievements. <laughs> Call us old men on the porch. Well, thanks to everyone for listening. That's been another episode of Gaming Never Changes. If you have any questions that you want us to answer on the podcast or games that you want us to talk about, you can email us at gamingneverchanges at gmail.com. Send us those questions. Send them over. We're running out of questions already. <laughs> thanks for listening, everyone. Please subscribe. It means a lot to us, and we'll catch you on the next one. Peace. Deuces.